0: Hi, I'm Lyndon Phillips from Prime Real Estate Phuket. You're listening to the Phuket Property Podcast. Each episode, I'll be talking to property developers and property resellers around Thailand and asking questions that you, the buyer and investor want to know the answers to. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Phuket Property Podcast. It's me, Lyndon, here, and uh, I'm joined today with Mr. Rob Bennett, who's uh, speaking to us from Australia, Victoria area, isn't it, Rob?
1: Yes, it is, Lyndon, down in Melbourne. Sunny Melbourne this time of year.
0: Sunny Melbourne. But in five minutes' time, it could be hailing.
1: That's right. If you don't like the weather, wait five minutes, though,
0: so. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. How are you, Rob?
1: I'm very well, Lyndon, very well. Very, very well, good, very had, good. Uh, the most locked-down city in the world, but... Uh, all getting back to a new, new normal. Well, hence,
0: you're not with me in the office having this conversation, I guess.
1: I'm not. I'm not. I was hoping to be there this time, but uh, yeah, a little bit of change to the Thailand rules meant I've delayed my trip and I'm coming up now uh, in about uh, six, seven weeks' time.
0: Fantastic. Okay. Well, the reason why we're talking to you today, Rob, is because you've uh, recently bought, uh, purchased a property on Phuket so, what we wanted to know was how how easy that was for you. Why did you do it? Why did you choose Phuket? And um, and, and what were the challenges before you? So,
1: if we can, let me just ask, how long have you been coming to Phuket? Uh, more than 20 years, Lyndon. I lived in uh, Hong Kong. My wife and I and children lived in Hong Kong for uh, more than about 15 years, I think it was. Alex was there for about 20 years. And... We started uh, coming to Phuket as a get out of Hong Kong, which is what people do. And we ended up buying Timeshare in uh, Phuket. And we've used that in Phuket and other places around the world. But we always kept coming back, uh, especially when the kids were young, because we knew it and because it was just, it's a great place for young children and uh, the beaches, the weather. It's a good holiday. And it was only about uh, a bit over three hours, I think, from Hong Kong. So that's that's what sort of attracted us. And, uh, and we kept going back every year. And of course, every year you meet familiar people and you're in familiar settings, whether it be staff or whether it be the community. And uh, we were based in the Bangtao area around Laguna. And so we, uh, it's very, very fond memories for us. And, uh, and that's sort of, I, I suppose that, that was the attraction to then say, how do we make something a bit more permanent rather than always packing suitcases and uh, coming and going.
0: Yeah, so you moved uh, away from Hong Kong what, a couple of years
1: ago or? 2013, about eight years ago. Okay, right. Yeah. We, we came back for the kids' secondary schooling in Australia. And so my youngest is now 17 and in her last year of school. So Alex and I are hoping that uh, we can spend a bit more time traveling and, and enjoying warmer, warmer climes. And, uh, and we love Asia and we love, uh, you know, Asian food and, uh, and travel. So yeah, Phuket's going to be a bit of a base uh, going forward, I think, for us.
0: So why, why Phuket as opposed to anywhere else? I don't know, Bali or, or, or
1: Vietnam
0: or somewhere like this?
1: Yeah, look, we've been to Bali, we've been to Vietnam, we've been to most places in Asia. I think there's a history there that we've been going there for so long, so there, there certainly is a comfort level in what we know about Phuket. And certainly the infrastructure in Phuket, um, in especially around Tao Beach, is quite good. Uh, so we know that there's medical care there. We know that there's uh, a good transportation. We know how to get around. We know a lot of the restaurants uh, and good food. And so from that point of view, I suppose it's a level of comfort. And we've, it's it's easy enough to get to. There are direct flights from Australia. There's direct flights um, from lots, lots of parts in the world, but certainly pre-COVID there were, and that will come back. And then to travel to the rest of the world, it's pretty easy to just jump on a plane to Bangkok and uh, and you're away, you're in sort of one of the Asian hub cities. So, yeah. I think it's, it's a whole lot of boxes for us.
0: How long have you been looking for a property and wh- when did you start looking for a property in Phuket?
1: Gee, I, I think I think I can go back to uh, oh, 2007, 2008. I, I, I wanted to buy one and my wife wouldn't let me, but the uh, <laughs> the latest sort of look is probably going back maybe five years, so after we returned to Australia, and we started to think about where we wanted to split our time. Um, I love to play golf, and I love to play golf in Asia, so, you know, my uh, sort of tendency is to try and find somewhere where I, I can play a bit of golf, and Phuket has some wonderful golf courses. So uh, we started to ramp up. with The internet's a wonderful thing, and we used to uh, scour that uh, fairly uh, avidly. And then when we'd come to trips, we'd, we'd hook up with uh, – Obviously, we with yourself, and we've known you for a number of years, uh, but also other agents, and just see what the market is looking like. And uh, so that's sort of—it's always been in the background. And then we we found the property online, and uh, it all went very very quickly in the end. But uh, yeah, uh, it's—I suppose it's—it's always been something that I wanted to do for probably you know the last ten years or more.
0: Yeah. So what what made you pull the trigger on this uh, on this particular property now? as opposed to other ones that you saw that you might have liked, but you, you, you were a bit hesitant with?
1: Yeah, I think, I think there's a few things. The first is we'd seen this property, not the actual unit that we bought, but we'd been to this, uh, I think in this uh, sort of establishment. And so we'd seen the properties there and we knew what it was like. Um, you did some really good work in showing us videos so, so that it, it took away any of the risk. Uh, price was a big factor. Whoever was selling this uh, put it on a very keen price. Um, and also, we just sort of changed here. We'd sold some property in Australia and downsized. So, it, financially, uh, the market was right. And, yeah. and I think it was just, um, you know, there's never you're never going to get all the stars aligned at once, but we seem to have enough of them aligned to say, uh, okay, let's, uh, this is a nice, we know the environment, it suits us. It's got, uh, it's got a whole lot of positives. There's things, things like you know the 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 low fees, uh, the condominium fees for this this residence, as opposed to some of the others where they are quite high. Yeah, uh, and the price you know, was uh, was very keen. I thought.
0: Presumably, moving forward, you're going to be spending a bit more time in Phuket. Are you planning to 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 work um, remotely? Would you be Would you still be working on Phuket when you had to, or or how's that? No, I. I- I
1: won't be. I'll be. I'll be working on my golf game. London. My <laughs> wife uh, works, and she works from home. And I think in the new world, most people or a lot of people are working from home. So uh, she certainly will combine the working holidays with the uh, uh, you know the ability to come to Phuket as well as travelling to other places. So so for her, it, it is an option, and uh, her role covers Asia Pacific. So from that point of view, it doesn't really matter where she is, so long as she's got internet and phones and, and the like. And I think that having we've done that before with our timeshare, quite often we've both worked remotely whilst travelling to Phuket. So we know that that it works.
0: Okay. And what about the kids? What are they going to be doing when you're over in Phuket?
1: Um, well, they're, they're almost at the age where they're self-sufficient now. So, uh, you know, the house we, we've bought now is a lot more lock and leave. Um, so it's not, well, I had a big farm before. I had a 40-acre property. So it was a lot of maintenance. So, so now it's sort of, gearing back to a different sort of uh, a lifestyle. And then they'll be joining us. Um, My son's at university and he's already earmarking coming over mid-semester breaks and bringing some mates and doing that sort of stuff. And I'm sure uh, he wanted to do schoolies when he finished school a couple of years ago, but that didn't happen because of COVID. So those sorts of things. And and I come from a big family. I've got five siblings and so I've got lots of nieces and nephews and they've already put their hands up to say, uh, you know, when when can we use it? And and I think that's part of it as well that it, it creates uh, options for people to uh, to come and use it rather than having to rent it out and, and do those sorts of things. So the the cost of maintenance in Phuket is is really quite low compared to other places. I think.
0: Yeah, I think when you when you when you start to come over and, and put your feet in the sand and what have you, you're going to find that so many friends that you never knew you had are going to crawl out the woodwork and be coming over yeah. with cap in hand. Well, <laughs>
1: I think I think I found that already because we used to go for timeshare. You'd meet people at the golf club, and yeah, you know, they were living down in Bangtow or Bunshine Nam or that sort of area, and and uh, you sort of know that that uh, you're going to reconnect with people that you've met before. And yeah. Asia, lived and worked in Asia, it's quite a small uh, degree of separation. I think that the, everybody knows someone who knows someone who's worked somewhere. Okay, all right.
0: Well, Rob, I know that you uh, you did something maybe a little bit unusual with this property, you bought it sight unseen. So can Indeed. you tell us about any kind of worries or concerns or were you, were you fairly confident in what you were buying? Tell us about that.
1: Um, give, me, give me a couple of months when I see it, perhaps. <laughs> I, and we'd, seen the, we'd seen the location, we'd been into probably three or four places in, in that uh, complex. So we knew the layout. I suppose it was then just getting some confidence around um, that there are no major cracks, that the piles aren't lifting, that, that it's not in a very um, a bad rundown state. So, you know, We all know that sometimes photos can, uh, can hide a lot of the things about property. And uh, I suppose that's where we put our faith in, in you to go and have a look at it. And you did a great job with some videos, and walk arounds and, and opinion. Um, and basically you said, you know, it's a little bit tired, it just needs a refresh. And uh, from what I'm seeing in the, the regular updates I'm getting from the management com- company that I've got in there doing the cleaning and, and maintenance, you know it's coming back the, the place. So I'm sure it needs a paint. I'm sure it needs a you know a bit of an upgrade here and there. but we're quite happy to do that because we can make this uh, you know base for you know the, the next 20 years, not just the next uh, yeah couple of. years.
0: Okay, so you're in Australia and the properties here obviously um talk us through the buying process uh, and, the, and the legal side of things. did that make you nervous did you did you get a good connection with with your with your lawyers etc here yeah
1: the, again the lawyers um, you put us onto a very good local firm and they were very uh, very helpful and uh, very responsive um, I won't say it was was easy part of the uh, difficulty is getting some of the documents here um, verified and stamped and you yeah, know, chopped and whatever and, uh, and that took a bit of going and that was partly due to the getting it done and partly due to COVID difficulties of getting things done. Um, but, yeah, the, the, the process of making an offer, waiting and back and forth is no different to, to a lot of areas. And I suppose having lived in Asia, uh, we sort of, you know, we've, we've bought, bought property a lot. So, yeah, I felt reasonably comfortable. Um, obviously, there's a lot of documents in Thai, uh, and that just comes down to trusting the lawyers that, uh, that you've got. And as I said, they uh, provided translations when I asked for it. They talked to me when I, I wanted to. And I think that that alleviated any sort of uh, issues I had.
0: Yeah. Did you have any surprises or challenges along the way?
1: Uh, no. The main, the main thing was just um, hoping documents arrived. And that was more about uh, the timing with, with COVID and things shut down, that you couldn't afford to miss a deadline. Um, that, that might uh, mean you lose the the, the sale, the sale yeah. or the purchase. So that was that was a worry, and so but you know we uh, they set up a WhatsApp group for me to chat through, so that it was yeah, communication was instantaneous with the lawyers. So once things arrived, it was all all pretty good, and uh, yeah, so yeah you know, I, f- I felt pretty comfortable through it. Uh, the other side of it is just moving money around the world. Obviously, it creates a, a few hassles, and I'm looking forward to being able to get there and open up a bank account and make that. There seems to be a, uh, a transaction fees seem to, to be quite costly into the Thai banking system from overseas. That's one one sort of you know thing people should watch out for. That.
0: Yeah, but your lawyer, when you come over, your lawyer is going to help you set the set the bank account up and everything else. All, all of
1: that, yeah, they'll do that, and uh, yeah.
0: Okay, so having gone through the process now, Rob, would you would you recommend fellow Australians and fellow fellow citizens around the world? Um, that it's a good thing to do. Are there, are there any tips or anything you would like to give anyone that uh, that could that could dodge a few areas, dark areas? Or how does it go?
1: Yeah, I suppose. I, I mean, obviously, uh, the guys at the golf club know I'm coming to live in uh, part of the year in Thailand, and they're all, you know, how much did it cost you? And, and I think there's a bit of a uh, a surprise when you tell them that the cost of Phuket property is not exorbitant. You can go right up to the very, very expensive, but... You know, with uh, three bed, three bath, you can get something quite reasonable in a good area uh, with a pool and and uh, those sorts of things for a reasonable price. And I think that surprised a lot of people. Yeah. I suppose my advice is be patient. Don't rush into it. If you don't know the area, if you haven't been, then go and do a visit and go and spend time having a look around because there's such a variety of options, whether it be condominium living, whether it be uh, apartment living, whether it be shared facilities, whether it be your own pool. Uh, And then the the traps, I think, are the things like where you live, if you're in some gated estates, the fees can be quite exorbitant. Um, And sure, you you get your security and all these other sorts of things, but sometimes I don't know whether that's worth it and you might feel as though you want to rent your place out to get some of that back as opposed to having lower fees and saying, you know what? It can be mine and the relatives, you know, whether they be nieces, nephews or whatever, can visit without feeling as though this is draining my bank account uh, substantially. Because for some people, obviously, it's a serious financial investment and it's then about um, what do you expect to get out of it. And for us, it, it's it's obviously uh, somewhere to go for, as I said, you know, for the next 10, 20 years. But it's then something that I can then pass on to my uh, my kids and say okay so their kids can continue to enjoy it um, or not you know it may not suit everyone's lifestyle but I think the main thing is be patient don't rush into this as I said I've been looking since probably 2008 to, to see what is there and uh, and we know the market so uh,
0: well Rob you've made a fantastic uh, fantastic purchase and I know you're going to be very very happy with, uh, with Alex there and you're going to have the kids and all the relatives and all your friends coming over and sleeping on the couch, etc.
1: Yeah, the the best part for me is not having to to uh, live out of a suitcase and and not having to drag my golf club. So I've I've had a second set of clubs made and they'll they'll be <laughs> uh, stashed away. and And I think that that will start to uh, to throw down uh, a bit more permanency uh, than just sort of you know a, a timeshare or. A, or a regular holiday, and that's what I'm really looking forward to—the ability to get on a plane with carry-on bag and, and head off for a month, knowing that or two months, because everything's everything's there waiting for me. Yeah. And as you say, and there'll be people waiting for you as well, because uh, yeah, there's a lot of people in Thailand that are friends you just haven't met yet. That's uh, that's my experience.
0: That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Well, look, Rob, thank you very much, indeed for joining us. It's been absolutely uh, a pleasure to see you again, and I can't wait to see you and Alex when you come over.
1: Looking forward to it, Lyndon. Looking forward to catching up.
0: Okay. Thanks very much for talking to us today. Speak soon. The Phuket Property Podcast is brought to you by Prime Real Estate Phuket. If you're looking for property to buy or rent or looking to sell or rent your property, then contact Prime Real Estate at PhuketPrime.com. Phuket Podcast is hosted by Lyndon Phillips and produced by Shark Productions.